What is up and welcome to Beyond the Arc. I'm your host, Brandon Silvers. As always, I'm joined by my producer extraordinaire and co-host, Mika Gadsden. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I'm here. Mika, what a week. Oh my goodness. Bro, I'm spent. Yes. I need some of that uh, that sports drink that Trey had at the press conference. I need some of that Mike secret stuff from Space Jam. <laughs> like, That's a good one. Woo. But... <laughs> We made it. It's yep. Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, part of the reason we've been so busy outside of working is the sports calendar is ridiculous right now. Absolutely. I mean, the playoffs, the basketball playoffs in last night was the NFL draft. I, I literally was going back and forth, back and forth between channels. Yeah. Me too. And then I just <laughs> collapsed and passed out because <laughs> I was just done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But speaking of the NBA playoffs, South Carolina's own John Morant this week Yo. Hit a game-winning shot Yo. against the Minnesota Timberwolves in their playoff series. Yes. I believe they play tonight, too. Yes, they do. So I'm excited. So I'm excited to see if, if they can close out the Timberwolves. And that got me thinking of all the great basketball legends that have come before us mm. in the state of South Carolina and that are thriving now. Yeah. So I was like, you know, as a sports professional, <laughs> I need to have my own list yeah. out. There you go. So I created the inaugural Beyond the Arc with Brandon Silver's All-State Basketball Team. Oh, shoot. Yo, bro. You know what? Like, when I think about sports and think about, like, the programming, whether it's on radio, podcasts, I really have never heard, I haven't heard, like, that definitive list of, like, basketball greats that are homegrown or either from, or, you know, who claim South Carolina as yeah, their hometown, their home state. Yeah, lift up our uh, our basketball stars like that. So, I'm, it's not only the inaugural list for us, mm -hmm. but also in the state, I believe. I think this is it. This is the, at least the most important one. Putting your name on it. You're going to be the next Mel Kuyper of, I guess, like, you know, Mel Copper has his own I gotta brand. work on the hair, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think you're, that's exactly where this is headed. Yes. Me as Mel Kuyper, Mel Kuyper Jr. Yeah, you're going to be at like all Hall, Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies. You're going to bring out Brandon's lists. I want one of those votes. Oh, you want one of those? I want nails. to vote on you this. You want the power. And I, you know, this this list is going to be a resume for me as well to show okay. everyone okay. I deserve a vote. Yeah, well, what, the, way this, the way to uh, show that right is to go over the criteria like, that's a great point is is the criteria is it is it is it too rigid i don't know what went into that process i met the criteria to be selected but i wasn't are we gonna see you know riffraff on it you know i would say <laughs> it's just right so mm -hmm. you had to be born in south carolina or at least have gone to high school here okay to qualify i'm fing i'm crossing my fingers for me yeah so you're still eligible okay so you, you also have to have accomplished a lot uh, I on have. the basketball oh, court on man. the basketball court as close you almost damn there's still time i don't know man this feels I don't know what ism it is, but I'm feeling it's something. it. <laughs> also, for those who are still early in their careers, we've got the potential component. Okay. Are you going to make your mark according to me? Once I co-sign you, it's a done deal. But that was part of the criteria as well. You know what? You know, you got some of your your listeners calling you silky and oh, he's so nice and he's. I think you're kind of you're going to be very. I think the the criteria is going to be a little bit more strict than people think. It, no, it is. Yeah. Because another component is how much do they rep 
South Carolina. Oh, see? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so for that reason, mm. there are going to be a couple of misses. Do you want to talk about the misses now? Uh, no, let's, let's, let's run through it. it. Yeah, I got to stick with the podcast. Yeah. If you want to listen all the way through, yeah, and that's you'll right. hear who's let's not on it. Let's reward the listeners that stay, yeah, stay in it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So we did have a couple of outside looking in. Okay. I know you and I were talking about a good friend of yours, Chris Kalen. Yeah. Her mother. Yes. Roberta Williams. Yeah. So so Roberta Williams, for those who don't know, she is a, a Hall of Fame level athlete. No, she had literal literal Hall of Fame. She's yes. in the SC State Athletic Hall of Fame. Um, she is an amazing basketball player. From right here, uh, from Charleston. Went to Burke. Went to Burke, yeah. And so um, why is she on the why is she getting honorable mention? Well, she this list you'll see is it's a tough list to make. Okay. And we only have five women and five men. <sighs> now, I think she was a little bit ahead of her time too. You know what that is. Yeah. Just so you know, Miss Roberta, um, Brandon's punishing for you for you being great. I'm just letting you know that. Exactly. So, <laughs> but she was a legend at no. SC State. Yeah. And just did did things there. Honestly, this is society's fault. We haven't been treating women athletes correctly long enough. Yeah. So But it is yeah. What it is. You know what though? We'll we'll give her we'll in the in, for future episodes, we'll give her our own like maybe we can even interview, interview her. Interview her. Ooh. We gotta reach out to Chris Kalen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but I know Miss Roberta, she is a legend. So yes. wanna give her her props. Yes. On the men's side, we've got uh, an Anthony Johnson, whose who's camp I dominated as a child. Okay. Okay. So he's on the outside looking in honorable mention. Okay. All right. And why didn't he make the list specifically? Well, you know, <laughs> there was the accomplishment portion. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I got you. And in, the, in the pros, you mean? Is that in, what the, you... in the pros. Okay. So that also would apply to, that's what I was talking about with the, with the women's sports with right. Miss Roberta. Right. We, the, the WNBA is fairly new. There were right. a couple of, of leagues before then. Right. But we have, as a society, failed women in, in many ways. Right. So, yeah, usually after college, they, um, you know, they, they don't really, they, back in the day, they didn't have any place to go. Yeah, but so, I think Miss Roberta, she scored like 3,000 points in her career. She was a beast. And she that, that beast. is ridiculous. Yeah, she was a beast. Yeah, I think they even included her in the WNBA Hall of Fame. So, you know, she made that list. Let me give her some applause. And if I had a vote there, <laughs> I would have voted for her as well. And AJ was a legend here locally as well at Stahl High School at the College of Charleston. Yeah. I mean, he was the original Charleston NBAer. Uh, oh, wow. Second round pick by the Kings. Okay. So that's on our up. wish list, too. I yeah. want to talk to all these people. If, you know, See except, if he remembers my camp tantrums. Yeah, I'm going to meet all the people except for one. We'll yeah, get we you got, there. We got one on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, without further ado, mm -hmm. let's let's get to the list. Okay, drum roll that I don't have loaded up, but maybe I'll add it in post production. Okay. We have a center from Irmo, mm -hmm. Elena Coates. Okay, I'm gonna hit that. Okay, Elena Coates, tell the people a little something. So, I'm a huge Gamecock fan. Okay. Elena was on that original 2017 national championship. Uh, team for, for Dawn Staley. Okay, her first chip. Dawn Staley's first chip yep. here. Okay. Elena was actually injured, but she was such a good player. Mm -hmm. uh, she was two-time first-team All-SEC, mm. national champ. Like I said, she was freshman of the year there at, at South Carolina. Also went number two overall in the WNBA draft. With the second pick in the 2017 WNBA draft, the Chicago Sky select Elena Coates from the University of South Carolina. 
Really? Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. I love it. So I, I think it. she's still doing her thing professionally. I know she had a tough start to her career because yeah. I mentioned she was out in that national championship game with an ankle injury that yeah. needed surgery. Mm. And something that you that is unique to the women's game is they go straight from college to the pros literally. Like yeah. you have like a month off, if that. Yeah. Whereas if she'd been a men's player, their, their off season is longer for them to recover from stuff. But she's still doing it, I think, out in, in Turkey. Yeah, I think overseas. I think so. I really do hope she can make her way back uh, over, you know, over here so we can see her play if she is not on an active roster. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm learning more about her just right now. But yeah. Dutch, Dutch Fork alum. Okay. So shout out to That's an interesting name of a of a school. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Elena Coates. Now, uh, the next mm-hmm. recipient of <laughs> this prestigious honor. Okay, I got the air horns loaded up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone who we mentioned on last week's Beyond Ooh, the Arc. Oh yes. Mr. Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> Can I admit something to the audience? I'm, I don't think I admitted it last uh, episode. This is a safe space. <sighs> I did not know that Jermaine O'Neal was from the Columbia area. I did not know. I'm going to give myself... Congratulations. You played yourself. Uh, congratulations. I played myself. Yeah. Well, you see, that's why he's not as high up on the list, because he doesn't really rep SC. <gasps> oh, yeah. you're Okay. You the the Silver's that. Factor. Okay. <laughs> you should have known that. He should have been all up on TV talking about it. But <laughs> Y'all should see Brandon's like, he's, he's him, literally him, like, upset. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> okay. He went to, oh, he went to uh, Eau Claire High School. Yeah, so which she- I struggle to say the name of that, but yeah, played okay. for the legendary George Glimpse there. Okay. Uh, I know he he was one of the guys who went straight from high school to the NBA. Yes, yes. First round pick in that legendary 96 draft. That's what I remember. Yeah, I was about 15 during that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about, was was teaching fans who were getting a little too comfortable <laughs> some lessons. Very much so. As a member of the Indiana Pacers. I think the lesson was uh, what, play stupid games, win a stupid prize. Yeah. yeah. So he was he was 2002 uh, NBA Most Improved Player, six-time All-Star. What Do you have any Jermaine O'Neal memories of your own? No, I just used to be real critical of his headband choices. Oh, that's that's yes. it. But, but we love Jermaine. I like Jermaine O'Neal and... Would love to see him rep. He doesn't rep South Carolina. No. Maybe that's another show, though. Why? Because I don't think our state really embraces some of these greats. We have some theories, and I think that would be a, another a, a great episode to do because, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we? This is the inaugural list for uh, everyone right here. And I guess what I bet, I bet he's always, I bet he's always in South Carolina. I bet, I bet he comes here frequently. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. We just don't know about just, it. He just slides through, just sneaking yeah. through. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he was. They really probably should have won a ring when he was in Indiana. Yeah, they were so they, they were stacked. I, you know, you asked me about my memory. I that was one. I was always I would always root. You know, granted now y'all y'all I watched. This is me. Well, no, this is when I'm down here, not knowing that he was from here though. At the, around this time that his um, that he took off, but I but at, toward the you know toward the the Indiana chapter of his career, I really was rooting for him to get a ring. He was a great player there. Really and good. He was he was I don't know. It was just they he, had their had their problems. The and, ma- the balance of powers really, really did blew that yeah up. that derailed a lot of things there that's the that's the one of the other tragedies of that whole thing um was that that team was really solid yeah mm-hmm. yeah so jermaine okay rep south carolina some more maybe you'll move up next time so <laughs> we love you and i love your headbands now 
<laughs> yeah, and it was great hearing his perspective on the malice at the palace. Let me tell you in the something. Netflix documentary it, too. It, I, I know we hear a lot from Stephen Jackson because he has a lot of you know programs and you know a he lot to say. a lot to say about everything. Um, we've heard from uh, Meta World Peace a little bit, but it was really good to hear from Jermaine O'Neal because yeah. I feel like he he was it felt like he was a more quieter you know member of that of just those three athletes but it was really good and I thought the the documentary was well done. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. So. Moving on. Yes. I'm excited. Ivory Ladder. Uh-oh. From York, South Carolina. From York, South Carolina. So that's up there. Uh, yeah, I got you. I yep. got you. Mm. So what I remember about her mm. from my childhood, because I know she was drafted in 2007, yes. a first-round pick, mm -hmm. is that she was in, in Slam Magazine a lot when I would read <laughs> Slam. For real? Yeah, and always she had her York jersey on because they would do high school players. And she was in Slam Magazine. I was a big Slam guy back in the day. I could tell. You said Slam like five times. Yep. Go ahead. So Was, it, was uh, she in Slam? Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I think she was in Slam. <laughs> and with good reason, she is the all-time leading scorer in high school men's and women. Wow, get out. Yep, so she went on to, to beast at, at North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, she was the ACC Player of the Year there. Went on two-time WNBA All-Star. Lotta crosses over Bentley. Jumper is good. That was just a pure point guard move by Ivory Lotta. But okay. That might be someone who we have forgotten throughout history. I want to bring that name back That's up because she was incredible. I honestly have never heard of her before our prep today. I have not heard of her. Again, South Carolina, let's do a homecoming. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Brandon. No, we, we do, though. It's got to be, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is amazing, though. Just looking at, just hearing what you just read off, and then I'm looking at the screen here. Like wow, and she's a little shorty doo wop. So she she was a guard, killing it. I'm so I'm sure. Yes. So we yeah. had a couple of players like that. Another outside looking in from the men's side would be Devin Downey. Okay. Who was from the upstate? He he went to Cincinnati originally, then transferred back down to South Carolina. Where okay. I watched him okay. lead the Gamecocks to a victory over number one Kentucky at the time. Okay. <laughs> but he was another one of those undersized guards. Yeah, yeah. Who scored a lot, mm. as you can see. Why I would enjoy a player like that. Yeah. Um, and then Ivory, like I said, she went on to do great things in the WNBA as well. Yeah, shout out. Our next pick, mm. right here from Charleston, South oh, Carolina. We're back in the low country. Ooh, I think I know who this is. Yep. <laughs> so currently playing, well, mm -hmm. currently injured, but active in the NBA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chris Middleton. Okay. This is a, a Porter Goud, you know, alum, correct? Correct. Mm. So he went from Porter Goud, went to A&M, okay. Texas A&M, okay. uh, where he was a second round pick. And he actually spent time in the D-League. Did he? Yep. And he was the first player, I believe, to go from the D-League to the NBA All-Star Game. Okay. And that's oh. when it was a little less common for guys, for people who don't know, oh. the D-League is a developmental league for the NBA. And it's now called the... The G League. Oh, man. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. my age. Yeah, but the thing, bro, you, I've always felt like the old lady here. <laughs> it's the G it's League, the guys, G League now, for so Gatorade. It's yes. been branded. It's, it's been super branded. Maybe Gatorade hooked me up with a bag, too. No, you got to make sure you get ready to brand your list, your your, your next list. Beyond G Arc. No. Um, <laughs> it's no good? Um, Congratulations. Okay. You played yourself. Tough okay. but fair for that criteria. Um, okay, Isaiah. <laughs> Uh-huh. But yeah, so he was the first one because back in the day, you only went to the G League, D League at the time. Yeah. Um, 
if you really were on the outside looking in of the NBA. Yeah. But he went down, got better. He was with the Pistons originally. Right. Now with the Milwaukee Bucks, obviously. Do you remember him, though? Like, like you were in this area around oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember? Oh, there were a couple players around that time who were either my age or just, yeah. just right in that era. Right, I yeah. mean, we had Milton Jennings who went to Pinewood Prep and then to Clemson. He was a McDonald's All-American. Wow. He was really supposed to be that dude. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we had a couple guys who stayed local. I'm thinking of like a, a Daniel Eakin who was at Bishop England and went to the Citadel. Right. So, so let me ask you a question. Like when when Chris went to the D League at the time, um, did you did you understand it? Like, do you? I know it was a while ago, but like, did you kind of see like, yeah, he might need to develop, or did you think that he would just ascend immediately? Well, no. At that time, I was like, oh, man, because if a guy got sent down, yeah, yeah. second-round picks, the yeah. teams, those aren't guaranteed contracts most of the time. Um, okay. So normally you get sent down and you never heard from again. Yeah. And, okay. But he worked, got, got. I mean, to say he got better is an understatement. Right. Okay. And so now he's an all-star, mm. NBA champion, Olympic gold medalist. Right. Hopefully he heals up soon. Yeah, he so has a grade two MCL sprain. Didn't, what did Giannis have last year? Man, I don't know. Giannis he, is different. I know he healed knee, like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, his whole leg was turned backwards. And his he, knee. Just, he just came back like, that dude is just built different. Dropping 50 points in the finals after his, like, I had to ice my knee after watching Giannis do that. I had to ice my knee after taking a walk yesterday in the park, yo. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Seriously. What the hell? Yeah, that's crazy, though. But anyway, but yeah, uh, get better. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Chris. I know he, and he holds a camp here, too, locally. Yeah, every he does. Summer. Every summer here in Charleston area. So mm -hmm. that, that definitely helped with the reppin' SC Criteria. criteria. <laughs> I'm big on that. <laughs> the Brandon standard is is real. You met it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, bro. Okay. Uh, who's next on the list? So the next one, I don't know how many people remember this legend, mm. but when I was looking up the the details, I was like, oh lord, she got to be on the list. Oh wow. Shannon Pee Wee Johnson oh. from Hartsville. That's mm -hmm. one of those small South Carolina towns where we would some, sometimes end up in my private school playing. <laughs> but she mm -hmm. was just ridiculous. Ah. Um, she, she played at the University of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. She was an All-American there. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. So from there, she went to the ABL, which was like the precursor to the WNBA. Okay. Yeah, I looked at you real quick. Like, what? What's yeah. That? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was a two-time champion there. Mm-hmm. Then... That, that league folded, okay. moved on to the WNBA. I gotcha. And was a four-time All-Star there. Ah. Point guard, fantastic, could score. Yeah, she played for the Orlando Miracle um, back in 1999 after the ABL stint, right? All right, and she's also played, she's played overseas in Turkey as well. So, yeah. You know, right, okay. So uh, she was incredible, won, a, won an Olympic gold in Athens in 2004. Oh, say that. I feel like that's someone who we should be talking about more because she is truly a legend. Yeah, I'm looking at like just, just, this is her Wikipedia page, but there's tons of other websites and pages. This, she's legit. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I believe she currently coaches now. Um, I believe so. Let me look it up. But I didn't know because I remember the name because I... I have been an right. OG right. WNBA fan, not not to pander to women, but just because <laughs> I was a basketball fanatic, so I would take it however I could get it. Yeah, okay. And so I actually have a story about that, that about that later. But um, <laughs> okay. 
I remember the name Shannon Pee Wee Johnson and just never knowing at the time that she was from the state of South Carolina. Uh-oh, is the criteria factor? So that was a little tough. Uh, She's from Hartsville. I've kay. been to Hartsville. It's I very quaint. I can imagine why you wouldn't want to rep Hartsville. Well, not one. Maybe maybe just because it's just quaint. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe you don't want to draw a lot of attention so it remains quaint. Yeah. I want a bunch of tourists coming to Hartsville I, to see the Hartsville I, I know if you, if you blow up and, and I and you take me with you as your podcast engineer I'm going to be repping Titten Falls New Jersey, which no one's ever heard of that's but, true I think you made that up like mm -hmm. you made up your college mascot <laughs> went to all obscure New Jersey things but no yeah I'd be repping it hard but yeah Hartsville is, is not like you know it's not Columbia it's not Myrtle Beach it's not no. Charleston right? So, but she did get points for staying in state yes. at the University of South Carolina yep. that is also count that counts is repping South Carolina. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep, and she's a, she was a former head coach of WBB. Okay, I got you. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Shannon, Shannon Peewee. Peewee Johnson. And I think she gets extra points for having Peewee as... Oh, I've never heard a woman be called Peewee. The nickname I definitely, definitely helped. Love it. Okay. So this is a controversial pick coming up. <sighs> I don't even have any... Okay, this is, oh, this is a moment of suspense. <sighs> I didn't want to make the pick... Okay. For my own personal reasons that we're going to get into. We actually did. Now, this is one, like, I didn't know the whole list until today, but this is the one where <laughs> I got a very, a very uh, emphatic voice memo from you about this. Yes. Yes. So it's going to be Kevin Garnett. Uh, yes. Who is from uh, Malden up in the Greenville area. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So he finishes. High school career to the upstate, uh huh. In Chicago, okay. That's due to probably a reason why he scored very low in the rep and SC yeah. category. Yeah, it was like a racially charged event at his high school in Malden. Oh, so he transferred up there. I didn't know that was the reason why. Okay, yeah. So oh. I didn't hold the SC rep uh, criteria against him too too tight. Yeah, for that reason, because I know he did have to leave the state. Probably has bad memories of all that going down. I, what was okay. yeah, it was like a fight. Okay, and he was charged with with lynching. Was he a, was charged was with a, lynching. It was a white classmate, I believe. You might want to look that up. Oh. I'm just putting some things out there in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, no, it's South Carolina and it's the Upstate. So yeah. for those who don't know, there are certain regions that are like. Mm -hmm. So why you confirm whether or not I got those details okay, correct? I'll okay. go through. I'll go through what he has accomplished. Yes. Um, fifteen time All Star. NBA MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, mm -hmm. NBA Champion, Olympic Gold Medalist, okay. Hall of Famer. Okay. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. um, the first headline that popped up is, after getting arrested in a race riot. Okay. <laughs> so I had... Yeah. Okay. Kevin Garnett drove himself to escape rural South Carolina and become the highest paid, play, highest paid player. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. In NBA history at that time, damn, I'm gonna damn. Okay, okay. So now we got that, and that's courtesy of the Atlanta Atlanta Black Star. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I, like I said, I didn't hold that against him. He's got a lot of accomplishments, mm. but I hate Kevin Garnett. Yeah, let me just like, like let me just. I have to. KG, sorry, bro. I was rooting for KG when he came in as rookie because, again, like Jermaine O'Neal, made that straight leap from straight high from high school. That I do remember. And I was a Stephon Marbury, so I was a real big fan of th those two yes. at the Timberwolves. Yeah, yes. I'm getting too excited. But, no, you're right. I was a big fan yeah. of Timberwolves, KG. Yes, big Stephon time. Stephon Marbury big with time. the middle part. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Yes. No. That was the that was the, the duo. Like it, it was like it was like Shaq and Kobe before. Yeah, that's before Shaq and Kobe got together. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So you but, can see where that was headed. I mean, but he was he seemed so nice. But like when he got to, to Boston. I don't know. The original I, super team is that was that the original big three? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the ESPN commercial, but yeah, he just seemed a little, little like a hater, yo. And know. it was always he was always trying to pick fights with backup point guards. Yeah, ooh. Kevin Garnett is seven foot thirteen, <laughs> small, and he's chasing he's after Jose Calderon. <laughs> And just guys my size trying to fight them. Yeah. And then when people come to him, he don't want to fight. I, I, like, I stood and applauded. Anthony Peeler hit him with an elbow <laughs> and tried to start fighting with him. And he did nothing. He did not do anything. He didn't want that, huh? That action. Not at all. Mm -hmm. And it's not like Anthony Peeler, Peeler was close to being his size either. Right. But it was one of my favorite moments in NBA history. I wish it had happened more. Yeah, nah, yeah, he's just so difficult and makes a lot of noise. That that all of those big, the, well, except for Ray Allen. Yeah, so the two of the big three make a lot of noise for winning one fucking ring. One ring. Come That's why on. I can't. You would think. Come on. That, that team was the greatest team of all time. And and, and, and me and my brother. Now I'm gonna start derail the conversation again. Me and my brother, what we really used to laugh about with KG, how how intense he was like all, all the, the time. time always intense like he just cured cancer or went to space like dude come even at the um the 75 uh you know the nba 75th or that team of 75 greatest players a lesser team but yes not, not like this the inaugural <laughs> oh, beyond the oh, okay Silver's okay team, there's yes. levels to this shit yes. okay but even then like he's standing there looking up like like, like relax like just unclench the cheeks and and then like you see everybody dap you see everybody laughing magic and michael and lebron and and ray and he just seemed tight he just seemed mm, like yeah. And it's not like like he wasn't about to play. He no. wasn't about to fight. Like right. take it easy. Take it easy. I, I it's a celebration. Saw, yeah, it's a celebration. <laughs> um, I saw an interview. I don't know if it was an old interview or what, but I saw it the other day on Twitter where he was talking about he used to drink a combination of Gatorade and coffee to get ready for practice. Shit. So uh -uh. I want to put that on the list. Is that's why he's he barely made the team. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's like I almost replaced him with Roberta Williams. That sounds because that sounds she seems like, more pleasant than KG. Yeah, that sounds like Bubblegut City. Um, that alone just sounds really weird. But yeah, I can't stand Kevin Garnett. Like no. I want to have a whole episode just trashing Kevin Garnett. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even want to release it. I just want it so I have it and can just listen to it. Okay, I won't go that far. Okay. Oh, okay. This is a brand we're trying to build here. Um, now I got oh. damn. Now I got to be your agent too. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe we can mend fences, KG. You we can't. <laughs> Maybe, hey, I'm the size of a small backup point guard. Maybe we can fight okay. on TV okay. for money. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll we'll put KG in the we're not really interested pile. Okay. Okay. Please do. <laughs> Let's exercise the power we do. I've got questions to ask. And he ruined Adam Sandler's life in Uncut Gems. Oh, he, you know what? He did. That's talk about anxiety inducing that movie. Yes, KG. And that movie did not make it on Brandon's list of uh favorite basketball movies, by the way. For good reason. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to move past this. Okay, let's see if you can heal. Let's go. Heal like oh. <laughs> like Giannis. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, the next one this next one's gonna make you feel better. Yes. Yes. From Charleston. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. A famous St. Andrews Rock alum, <gasps> such as yourself. Yes, that's someone who made the criteria. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> bit more on the accomplishment. Uh, but, uh, you know, right. Katrina McLean Johnson. I'm going to tell you, even before you, I met you, I wanted to speak with her. I wanted to interview her. Yes, Katrina McLean Johnson. Don't forget the Johnson. This is amazing. Yeah, go ahead and, and let's hear some more about her. Went to the University of Georgia. Not going to hold that against her. <laughs> Two-time All-American. Mm-hmm. 1987 National Player of the Year at Georgia. Damn. Two-time Olympic gold medalist. Mm. Two-time USA Women's Basketball Player of the Year. Goodness gracious. Basketball Hall of Famer. And most importantly... Mm-hmm. I played against her niece at St. Andrews Parks and Playground Get as a child. Ow. So her niece her niece crossed you over. Her niece like we were legitimately the two best players in our age group. Oh, okay. Her niece was nice. Okay. I don't remember her name. All oh. I remember is everyone was saying that's it was Katrina McClain at the time, uh, but that's Katrina McClain's niece. Damn. She was incredible. Right. That girl grew up to be Asia Wilson. Let me stop. That's what I'm trying to figure really it question. out. That would probably be the first question. I'm going to put it in the universe. When we inter- yes, interview we definitely Katrina put that McClain out. Johnson, yep. mm-hmm. what happened to your niece? Yeah. Because mm, we weren't allowed to have playoffs because the crowd had gotten so rowdy the year before. Really? So we had to tie for first place our teams. Wait, what was the St. This was the... St. Andrews Parks and Playground. This was... The, you couldn't I have was seven played. years old and just, you, just to show you how wild the crowd was. It was that crazy. It was that crazy. It was I so much to fun. Happy. Yeah, because I go to um. Well, no, I don't do it anymore. Um, but in D.C., I would go to uh, you know Kevin Kevin um Durant has a um like a almost like the the Rucker Park kind of thing. They have like a, a series like a tournament. And it is rowdy as hell. People on the court, but it's fun. Yeah, it was so much fun People as a child. People selling sweet potato pie. Okay, go, go, go. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It, it was so <laughs> much fun as a child because like that's you're dreaming of playing in the NBA. And yeah. it felt like you were playing in the NBA. It was a small gym, so yeah. it was super loud. So do they still have stuff like that? Cause... Uh, probably not because, you know, I don't play anymore. But Okay. We got to bring him. Nah, I'm, I'm this serious. Like, we should do it. Yeah. We should try to bring something back. It's just so much fun. And I don't yeah. Just the passion for these seven-year-old kids playing basketball. That's amazing. On this eight-foot hoop. <laughs> well, yeah, we should. Yeah, I, I remember, though, uh, when I was in high school, uh, I remember a lot of the, like, sports-related activities that tons and tons of black people just pour into Charleston. And it was so much fun. Yeah, I can only imagine at seven how that felt and looked. <laughs> yeah, so that was... That yeah. was around that that was around the '96 Summer, Summer Olympics time okay. when Katrina McClain was on the team, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that really uh, that yeah. really that probably uh, part of it. Oh, that yeah. caught my interest for not only men's basketball for women's basketball because mm-hmm. I believe it was the next year the WNBA founded. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Around the time when I left um, high school. Yep. 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 And yep. Uh, Katrina never played in the WNBA, but that's someone. Like a Roberta Williams, who I wonder if the WNBA had been around, mm. like how much of a superstar would this person yeah. be today? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that WNBA is. I think there's been more discussion, there's been more development, more investment. Um, I think people take it more seriously now than it ever than it ever has been taken. So I I wish I wish these some of these legends 
could have could have benefited from you know a more robust WNBA or an NBA a WNBA in general. Yeah. And I I feel like playing her niece really gave me a respect because I mean she was busting. It was me and her niece right. were the top two. She was busting everyone's mm -hmm. ass. But she was playing boys in. It was it was co-ed. Oh, but oh okay. That's and nice. yeah, so it was really nice to see someone oh, doing. Like, oh Lord. Yeah. And we need to play honestly so we can settle. It shouldn't have been a first place tie. Like we need to play a game to see who is a true. <laughs> 1996 St. Andrews Parks and Playground seven-year-old league you, champion. You know I'm behind that because I'm a St. Andrews alum in that area. So St. Andrews is actually the area, y'all, too, not just the school. But I'm, I'm, I'm with it, for sure. Maybe we'll get that set up. Yeah, come on, let's but do Katrina it. But Katrina McLean Johnson, <laughs> it just... One yeah. of the best players to ever come out of the state. Yeah, and then she rep. Does she rep? She reps. Okay. Because I, I remember her coming to... St. Andrews, I don't think it was to watch me play. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, and I don't think it was to watch me play her niece. But I remember her coming to her niece's game, I'm pretty sure, because mm. I think they were asking for autographs. And I, I probably thought everyone was there to ask for my autograph. But looking back, it's a confusing time for me. Yes, yeah. Maybe for the podcast. You'll be known for the podcast for sure. Yes. I'm sure. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let me just finish off by saying she's, in, she's uh, in 2012, she was inducted in the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. In 20, uh, 2006, she went to the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah super dope. Yeah. Just I, just heavy on the accomplishments for Katrina McLean Johnson. Yeah, she, like, she knocked that she, out. The she park. really did knock that criteria out. Yes. <laughs> All right. Speaking of heavy on the accomplishments, mm. next up, mm -hmm. we have Alex English. Okay. Now, now I had to call my brother. Shout out Boney Delk. Had to call my brother because he was not only left off the NBA's top, you know, 50 greatest all-time list back in the day, back when I was, a, you know, a young buck. Um, <laughs> not that kind. Um, but he got, he just got left off the 75, the 75th year anniversary, you know, all, you know, whatever, 75th best players. In and, NBA history. Yeah. Further proof that the inaugural Beyond the Arc with Brandon Silver's list is better than that list. Okay. Uh, all but right. But yeah, from Columbia. Okay. Went to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Second round pick like Chris Middleton. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of a slow start to his career. Got on the Denver Nuggets. Took yeah. off from there. And why I brought up my brother, just to tie it back because I just looked at hanging. I had to ask my brother, I'm like, yo, is he is he as dope as like, because you know, homeboy from, from Hootie was all over Twitter. Um, Darius, just, is he on your list of one of the biggest sports fans you want to talk to? No, not, okay. not currently. Um, yeah, um, but I had to I had to call my brother because he's a really my brother has a, a crazy eidetic memory when it comes to basketball. So I'm like, yo, you know, was Al's English as good as everyone is saying? Because even Colin Cowherd even tweeted when his name was left off the list again. But yeah, go ahead and, and rattle off some of his bona fides so people understand. Yeah, like, so what we're he's with. a basketball Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. Eight time NBA All Star led this led, led the league in scoring one year. Okay. Um, I've only seen footage of him. He came around before I was born, but kind of reminds me of a. DeMar DeRozan type. Oh, that's a good Inside comment. the arc, mid-range, yeah, yeah, yeah. slasher type. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. Like He should have been on that 75 uh, anniversary team. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Particularly yeah. when you got Anthony Davis on the team. Oh, my God. I can't believe he was on there. Mm -hmm. He was a couple people. No, okay. Anthony Davis could have went. And who else could have got off? Um, 
I had Dame it before. Lillard? Did you have Dame Lillard? Yeah, he mm. definitely sh- no shade. Like you can be there for the hundredth, yeah, like, <laughs> twenty five more years. He can be there for that one. But yeah, yeah, Anthony when it really pissed me off. Well, as a Lakers fan, I was beside myself. Okay, like, I don't even know if he's seventy five. Top Lakers on the team currently because exactly. he doesn't play. He's street clothes. Mm-hmm. So I would yeah. have liked to have seen Alex on there instead. Mm. For those who don't know, mm-hmm. and uh, if you haven't caught on yet, I love to center myself. Yeah. So <laughs> Alex was the coach of the inaugural right. uh, D League team here in Charleston. No, but this is important. You you're joking, but this is you, your your sports fandom and your time. Playing and you know playing, it, it actually is relevant to a lot of this stuff. I just want to say that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I agree. <laughs> so he was the coach of the North Charleston Low Gators back when it was the D League. I cannot believe y'all had a team here, Low Gators. Look, even better than that, <laughs> I was the ball boy. Oh, I ain't gonna hit. No, I feel no. like there were several other ball boys, but I was the ball boy. Look at me now. Oh wow! What are the other ball boys doing from that ball kids gender neutral? This is 2022. <laughs> but where are they now? I'm here. Mm, yeah. Anointing Alex English. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so he got to see me up close and personal, rebounding for all these professional basketball. Legends in Charleston. We're going to have to get you a throwback, Alex English. One of those rainbow nuggets jerseys. Yes. <laughs> Maybe get it oversized so it look like you're like part of Nelly's uh, <laughs> back in the day, all the rappers. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a Nelly story, but we're going to say oh that for another God. podcast. Okay. Because I don't want to derail. Okay. Okay. Now, now we've covered Alex English and his time here with the North Charleston Logators. Mm-hmm. I want to take this time to demand of ESPN and ask all the Beyond the Arc fans to demand of ESPN Mm -hmm. to release the footage from their documentary, Down Low Life in the D-League, that was recorded of that team of which I am featured in several episodes. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, you seriously got me, caught me flat nope. What are you talking about? Nope, there was a documentary that would come on ESPN2, Down Low, Life in the D-League, I was on who, it. First I of all, who named up. that, though? That's I didn't why they- name it. It's a bad name. <laughs> Probably why it didn't take off. But they were covering the inaugural season, and they picked the Logators to follow for the whole season. Uh-huh. Is Logators one word or two? <laughs> it is one word. And they need to release the footage so I can see myself on camera, and we can see how I looked on camera during my worst years as a middle schooler. You know I'm going to get it off the dark web, though. Please like, do. I am. I'm, I well, I'm, I'm going to wait till you leave so you can see. What, <laughs> so you can't see how I'll be getting some. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Six and a half hours later. Okay, so. So we got we got two spots left. Okay, I'm, I'm excited for this. Now, these two pretty much cover all of the criteria. Okay. Born here, high school here. Okay accomplishments, potential, uh-huh. and they rep South Carolina publicly. These are the final two. The final two. Okay. First of all, we got Asia Wilson. Okay. So Asia's from Columbia, mm-hmm. went to South Carolina, played for the Lady Gamecocks, won the national championship. I mean, people know her. Her you name is You got to know Asia Wilson. Right. On a, on a number, she just, she's phenomenal. She's beautiful. She's just everything. And she, like you said, reps. She reps 
this stage. She got it all up in her bio on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter yep. and is still coming back to the the Lady Gamecock games yes. to, to cheer them on. It was so great to see her during during the season and also, of course, at the championship game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, everything she did on the court at South Carolina yes. speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. But National Player of the Year. She got a statue. Like, yeah, that was ex- recent. It, really, that's all you have to say about Asia Wilson at South Carolina. She's like, got a statue. She's got a statue. Mm-hmm. Has mm-hmm. carried that on in the WNBA mm-hmm. for the Las Vegas Aces, my favorite WNBA team. Really? Because Asia Wilson <laughs> plays for them. Okay, I was about to say, I'm like, what? Yeah. So <laughs> my original team was the Houston Comets, but they folded. But now. Yeah, I know. I missed that. We got mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Aces. I used to do the old Cynthia Cooper <laughs> Raise the Roof. Oh, gosh. At St. Andrews Parks and Playground oh. when I was playing oh. all of Katrina McLean Johnson's relatives. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I'm an Aces fan, and she was the number one pick, I believe, Rookie of the Year, has won an MVP. Right, okay. I mean, really, the only thing missing from her resume is a WNBA championship, but that's coming up this year here. I mean, it's the next stop for her. I can't wait to see it. Her ascension is inevitable. Yeah, yeah and she's just, just an incredible personality. We've yeah. talked about women's athletes before, like on and off the court, mm-hmm. on social media, like super marketable. Very. Just like she gets it. Like, that's yeah. one thing about the WNBA, um, like, right now where it is, as far as the personal, the athlete's personal brand, I love seeing this trajectory where we're seeing DJs and we're seeing not just pretty women, like, they have personalities, they're funny, they're dancing together, they're showing their camaraderie. That style, like, yeah. Yeah, all of it. They, they got it all, and yeah. Asia Wilson pretty much encapsulates all that and yeah. everything that I'm looking for I can't on wait. my list. I, I wanna I wanna interview her. She's on our list. Yes. I wanna she interview is near the top of our list. Okay. Come on, Asia, come through. Please, please. Okay. And so the final spot okay. goes to mm-hmm. the man that really sparked the conversation. What started? Who, 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 who? Ja Morant. <laughs> I you know what? I like it. And I you're hundred percent right. He fits Perfectly where he is on your list, and I couldn't agree more. He like almost single-handedly really made me feel a little bit. Sometimes the playoffs, I'm like, I don't really get interested until like the Eastern Conference or Western Conference championship. Nah, I'm I'm fully like I'm here. I am invested. He yeah. baptized Malik Beasley the other night. That poster. Oh my like, god! You see the picture on, on like Twitter and whatnot. Oh, I gotta. Gosh. I really have to go to like to Staples and blow that. That shit is amazing. What in the world? How can he jump this high? I don't, and then do it like, and then old boy was trying to take the chart. Like, bro, just make a business decision next time, bro. Please. Like, <laughs> you see John Morant coming down the lane. Get out the way. Just and he move. said it in the, he said he was like, it was a guard. So I, he's like, it's a guard. So I know I can go over him. I'm like, oh. oh that <laughs> is hurtful from Malik Beasley, but yes. just an incredible play. Hit the game winner the other night. Right. I think that that's what really gave me confidence in Ja is that. Because we were texting about it. Yeah. He was struggling a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's just coming back from injury, didn't really get a chance to work himself into a rhythm. I know right. sometimes it's his first playoffs. Right, right. Sometimes you want too much to be good. Right. Yeah, because I asked him, like, what's going on? It wasn't really looking at the same job. And then, to your point, coming back from injury, and I'm looking at, I know it's not the same situation or the same injury, but looking at Steph Curry come back and coming off the bench, and, and letting the younger players like, you know, pool and whatnot really kind of take over, 
you know, maybe that should have happened. I don't know. But either way, it looks like Ja's getting there, though. Yes. Yeah. And so to go through and not, he said, too, he hasn't really felt like himself yes. yet. But to go through and not play bad enough to tank the game for right. your team, your team's still in the game yeah. and still have that confidence at the end that yeah. you need to take the game-winning shot, Don't. that shows something next level to me. There are a couple teams that when they're down like 15, 12, 15 points, there are a couple teams that you don't even really worry about because like they might, like you always know they have a chance of coming back. And the Timberwolves, excuse me, the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant, they, that's one of those teams where, you know what, they can erase like a 12-point deficit like that. Yeah, and yeah. The, the other team is anyone playing your Knicks. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, go somewhere. Yes, but, yeah. but no, like uh. they, that's an exciting team. And obviously, them his performance not causing them to lose is, is a testament to how great his teammates are as well. Right. But Ja is... That's who, who who drives that that bus, as Charles would say. Okay. Charles Barkley. Oh, wow. A he's lot of bus, bus talk driver. this week. Yeah. Okay. And he's just incredible. He's always talking about South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't keep him in state for school. Went to Murray State. Well, understandable. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. And uh, overlooked in high school. I-, I wanted to talk about, like, that. first of all, the list is fire, right? The list is amazing. I agree. I'm going to give you some the list is amazing, um, but it, prompt, it prompts one question because one part of your criteria is, you know, of course, repping the state and showing, you know, Palmetto State pride is one thing. But, you know, you talked about you gave extra points for like folks who went to school, went to college here, played hoops here in college in this state. I could see SC State now, excuse me, I could see uh, USC for women. It's like a slam dunk, pun intended, right? But for men's basketball players like a Chris Middleton, is that option really available? We haven't really seen that mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. I would say. But even even growing up, mm-hmm. I was a huge College of Charleston basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Those teams had Thaddeus Delaney from Columbia, Shoot. Anthony Johnson from North Charleston, mm-hmm. Cedric Weber from Columbia, uh, Danny Johnson, another South Carolinian. They were very focused on on recruiting around here i mean even jamel president from burke and and you don't really see that focus even at the college of charleston or at a clemson or south carolina everyone's trying to recruit the whole nation when we have plenty of talent here yeah and oftentimes we get in too late on the local talent like a john moran right like a zion who didn't make the list but went to high school in spartanburg right clemson thought they had him no Wow. So we are seeing that on the men's side. There's just, just a focus that's too too national, like recruit your backyard first, particularly mm. when we have, like, look at the names I just named. Yeah, that's amazing. That still active. Still playing, right. And ja, so, Zion, Chris Middleton. And like, then I, what? And I got to remember what Davon said, like the academic piece. Now, you know, Chris Middleton, he went to Portugal. He might have been a little bit more prepared for academic success. Not to say that going to, a, you know, some sort of hoity-toity highfalutin school, you know, is everything. But um, maybe, maybe academics play a role as well. Well, you when, you, when you look at where South Carolina ranks nationally in, in the public education conversation, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I, I just I just want to know, like, yeah, at the collegiate level, is staying in state an option for both men and women, 
um, you know, elite athletes. But I think the men's part has been tougher for me to understand. I know they get recruited here because even back when my brother was in high school, you know, he got recruited. So and you you got recruited here. Yeah, yeah. So, so people found you. Yeah, people will find you. But no, I would I would love to see that because it it makes it just makes it mean more when mm. you see people who you've seen growing up their whole lives like yeah. dominating through middle school, high yeah. school. Maybe they were at St Andrews Parks and Playground too, yeah. Yeah. and now they're going to a college at Charleston or. You can drive and go see them play at South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not Clemson because I'm a Gamecock <laughs> fan, but. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go Scarlet Knights, Rutgers. Um, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, and also would like to see places like Charleston, you know, where we are, where we're recording, I'd like to see them embrace their legends more. Like that's one reason what, that's one of the inspirations behind this episode too, for me, is to know more about these legends because they are not embraced. I mean, I'm so sorry. I'm, I don't mean to bring politics into your podcast. You know? Oh, man. <laughs> But Not again, we don't we stick to sports here, but I guess continue. if this local paper writes one more Emma Navarro piece, this is a young she's she's a, she's a great tennis player here. But I've seen so much, and I get it that she's not a legend yet. Da, 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 she's a young girl making, but she's also the daughter of a billionaire, a literal billionaire. And I feel like I just feel like there's there's always there's already that myth making with her because of all of the stuff that. You know her family can put behind her. Shit, her dad bought a literal tennis tournament here. But like you would want to see, like when Raven came back, Raven got some fanfare, but she didn't get the love I see other type of athletes get. No, you're correct. We don't treat our legends right, and as you mentioned, that's a whole other podcast. Right? But maybe because yeah, we don't have a big basketball tournament here. Maybe we have one here. But why don't we? Yeah. Oh shit, no. College of Charleston hosts some. Um, well, they, uh, they do have that that college yeah, tournament, but yeah. I mean, we used to have like. Midnight basketball when I was growing I up downtown. I remember at, at, that. Uh, was it Mall Park Playground, mm, I believe. My brother would remember that too. I, but I remember that because people talk about that often. It used to be all that stuff. We used to have the, what is it, the Marty Risher tournament, the high school tournament downtown. Like We've had tournaments. I mean, if we have the facilities to have uh, a North Charleston Logator team play here. Come on. Then we have the facilities. Yeah. They just built that new complex in North Charleston yeah. too. We have the facilities to have these tournaments. TD Arena, where yeah. where the, we know where uh, the Cougars play too. Like that, it just doesn't make any sense. You, to, to that point too, I got they've even paved over some basketball courts. I know over on and back the green on the west side, there was a basketball court over there in Harmon Field. That ain't even there no more. So I don't know. It just feels like let's treat our legends right. Let's treat the next generation coming up right so that I have to change up this list eventually. Yeah, I, look at you. All right. I love it. Good. That's a good way to, that's a good place to peace out. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. hey, if you think we miss anybody, I don't care you're wrong, I'm right, but let us know. <laughs> let us know what you feel about Brandon's criteria. Yes. <laughs> and most importantly, yep, yep, yep. share our shit. Share our shit, y'all. Take it easy.